Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guest this week, well, he's going to give us the advice our business needs so it can have its best shot. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Dustin Pitcher, the co-owner of Dirty Bird Industries. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? Yeah, I'm Dustin Pitcher. Um, been in the firearm industry for about almost seven years now. Uh, started the company, my brother and I, and my mom, and started out of my brother's house. We now have this location here in Bakersfield, which is a retail location, and we have a 50,000 square foot warehouse where we do distribution in North Carolina. We ship parts and accessories um, all over the country. Uh, we service firearms dealers and manufacturers with parts and components, and been in Bakersfield for about 15 years now. Um, and when we made the move to North Carolina, I decided to stay because I actually like Bakersfield. And for visioners, if you see employees walking around in the background, hear the phone ring, it's because the business is open. They're, they're doing business, they're doing work. And the great thing about this that you've got, and you mentioned this before, is this business started here in Bakersfield. Yeah, well, you grow where you're planted. I mean, we were just all living in Bakersfield. So we kind of fell in the business, you know, a friend of mine needed some help. I have a marketing background, an advertising background, and um, I'm also a web developer. I got him branded and all this stuff. I'm still good friends with him to this day. And he started getting pretty big, and he had given me a small part of the company. And you know, I was I was just helping out my buddy, but he was right. like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you out. And I said, okay, well, whatever. So he gave me a website domain and a little bit of inventory. And he's like, yeah, give it a go yourself if you want, or you know, do it with your brother. And so yeah, we we started, and my mom needed something to do. Right. And so we started just selling like lower parts kits and, you know, maybe. What, what are lower parts kits? So a lower parts kit uh, is for like an AR platform okay. rifle. All right. That's the pins, springs, detents, et cetera, okay. the fire control group, all the stuff that finishes out the lower. They're the parts that are required for most people doing a new build. So oh, okay. the majority of ARs mm -hmm. in the country are people build them. Okay. A lot of folks build them, like to build them more than they even shoot them. So they sure. build different cool looking ones and then they, right. you know, they, they put them um, in their safe and then they do another project. You know, it's right. like, like people who are into model planes or something like that. It's, you know, it's like kind of like an erector set. Now, the AR platform is very um, standardized. Right. And so manufacturers and over there on the other side, we have tons of accessories. So a bolt catch or a safety selector, I mean, you can get dozens and dozens of different kinds um, they're all made to the same specifications, but maybe look a little different mm. or have a different kind of form or function. Right. Basically how it works is a lot of folks, they'll go out and they'll go to their local firearm dealer. They will do the background check. They'll get their lower receiver because mm -hmm. that's considered the firearm portion. But once they have that, right. then they can outfit it uh, with other okay. things. Now you right, can right. do that with other rifles. I mean, 10, Ruger 1022s um, are some of the most popular little rifles for sporting fun for kids to start on you know it's a little 22 you can, those are very much the same you can, they're very modular nowadays you can buy a receiver and you know do a background check on that once you get it you can outfit it with whatever barrel trigger and stuff like that you want so 
we started out kind of in that area, you know. Right. Now we do sell, we sell parts for 1022s and we sell parts for Glocks because our customer base, they're builders, you know. They're right. good with, they're mechanically inclined and they, you know, it's kind of their hobby. Um, or they're small manufacturers or they're other dealers because we do have our own branded stuff as well, which we oh. have, we have manufacturer suppliers create parts for us now. Okay. And so, um, so yeah, we, we got going doing lower parts kits, buffer kits, upper receivers, stuff like that, stuff that didn't require an FFL at the time. What's an FFL? Uh, that's a federal firearms license. Okay. And so we have that now, obviously, um, and that's required in order to keep or sell or transfer regulated items, which right. would be that lower receiver part of an AR or a handgun or, you know, any other serialized part of a firearm. Your background is in marketing. And for visioneers, if you've been following us for a while, you know one of our previous guests was Dave Plivlich of the Marcom Group. And Dave helped you really get your feet on the ground and really learn the background and, and how marketing works, did he not? Yeah. So I uh, cut my teeth in the car business, okay. um, which is a tough industry. I started uh, the day I turned 18. I started in the car business. Uh, and then I got into doing working for the Yellow Book. So when the car business, I... When I started there, right. they were ignoring the computer. They were ignoring their website. Right. I got on there and I started doing the lead generation mm. and converting leads into sales. And that was a big thing for me. So right. I was right. recruited to different dealerships based on that. And how did you meet Dave? When I decided to get out of the, the car business, right. I started selling um, search engine marketing for the Yellow Book. So okay. the Yellow Pages all around this time tried to make a hard pivot to digital because right. they knew the book was dying. Right. But I met Dave because I pitched him. Okay. I found him in the Yellow Pages. He had a, Dave actually had a Yellow Pages ad. I don't know if he still does, but <laughs> right. that's how I found him. I remember it. And I thought it was clever because all the other Yellow Pages ads are, you know, just the yellow background with black letters. Well, it's his because Dave's smart like this. He made it black, all black with yellow letters, ah. right? So you look at the page, and he didn't need a quarter page because your eyes drawn to it. Right. And so I looked at that, I was like, oh, that's cool, I should go talk to this guy. I bet he needs search engine marketing for his clients. Maybe I can, you know, pitch him on it. So right. I went and talked to him uh, when he was over off of Mineral Court. I pitched him, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And then he called me back to come back down. I thought I was gonna get a deal out of it. He ended up offering me a job. <laughs> and so. Instead of you selling him, he sold you. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I don't know if you call it a mystique or an aura around ad agencies and marketing right. agencies. Sure. Um, the creativity, the, you know, the free-flowing nature, all that stuff was really appealing to me. Right. And so I took the job and, um, you know, he taught me a lot about marketing. I, I essentially, I, I learned programming um, during my time there, um, and which has served me greatly now because I've I built all of our websites which is the foundation of our company right and so um, I ended up moving up and, and taking a leadership role at the company where I discovered that my one of my real strong suits was processes and systems so I hate doing repetitive tasks right. so where possible I automate them and where I need to delegate it you know I'm, these guys if you if you that I speak all the time about SOPs, standard right. operating procedures, because I write them. When I have something I'm doing over and over again, I don't want to do it. Right. You know, I'll write an SOP and I'll go to one of my employees, one of my teammates, right. and say, "Hey, you know, is this something you feel like you could take care of? Read through it, you know." And I, I lined it out in detail so that they can. And that is really the that is the basis of what's grown our company so quick. Because when you can do that, when you have that attitude, 
you can scale quickly. If visioners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Yeah, dirtybirdusa.com, ar15discounts.com, 1-800-992-5060, or the corner of Mohawk and Rosedale here in Bakersfield. You know, stop by the store. If you also enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and we'll talk more and hear more stories from Dustin when we come right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clareau Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clareau Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClareauTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 today. We're here with Dustin Pitcher, the co-owner of Dirty Bird Industries, and our visionary question comes from Alexa who asks, I've grown up in the family business and have now officially taken over as the owner, but I've been in this business my whole life. I know we need to streamline our business to make it more efficient, but I don't know where to start. What would you suggest? Well, the first thing I'd do is I'd talk to every employee oh, and okay. get their advice. Why is that? Well, because you know, if it's a long established business, there's probably some long established employees. Ah. And there may be some ideas in there that you just don't know. These employees might know more about this particular department than you do. Mm. They might have had ideas for the last five years, but right. they were just, no one ever asked them. Okay, What right. they thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, and so you, you know, the hive mind. So you, you remember who wants to be a millionaire? That right, show? right, hey, What's sure. the most effective lifeline by far? Uh, ask the audience. 100%. Right. Almost always right. Right. Almost will always give you the correct answer. Right. Phone a friend can be a dud. Okay. 50-50 right. is just 50-50. Right. But when you pull the audience, you get some real knowledge. You're, you're almost, for that's almost a for sure bet. And so that would be the first thing I'd do is I'd talk one-on-one -on -one to every employee, you know, because they're, one of the biggest challenges is morale things too. Right. And just asking someone what they think, how you should do something for right. the business is, is very huge. And uh, something for me myself that I know that I can always be better at. You know, we have 50 employees, and so it's tough. It's really, really tough to get one-on-one -on -one right. and speak with them, but it is important, and it is super valuable. And so um, that would be the vision or direction part of what she's asking. Okay. The business has to move in a direction. Right. You, if you're, when you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you rot. So right. Right. You, I like a that. business. A, a yeah. business has to grow. Right. Well, has to. Right. Um, and so, and that's an opportunity for a new generation taken over. So it's an exciting thing. The other part is efficiency and optimization, and that's where SOPs come in. Right. What you alluded to, and we started talking a little bit about earlier, and um, employees can help with that too. Hey, man, employee Joe. Hey, do me a huge favor. Can you? I want to understand what you do. Would you mind writing down your top three tasks for me? Mm. You know. Um, do that for me, take, I really would really appreciate that. And so you get all the department heads or all the, you know, or depends on how big the business is. Right. Maybe you get everybody to do it. Mm -hmm. And then you get an idea of where you're at. So mm -hmm. you can, you can mine both things from your employees. You don't have to do it all up here by yourself. That's, right. that's gonna, that's too much for anybody. Sure. You know, so make use of your resources. 
And so then you'll have, a, you know, the ideas from your employees what, where they think you should go with different directions and departments. And then you'll have uh, a representation of what they're doing. And you'll be able to look at, oh, well, you have a map then, kind of, right. of what's going on. And then you can start to make decisions about what I want to change. Because the last thing you want to do is start tinkering without knowing what's right, going on. I mean, because right. you'll get, morale will go down. You'll be making decisions employees don't agree with. You've got to get buy-in from folks. Right. Otherwise, you will be resented. You also don't want to break things. You know, if that business has been going on for the last 50 years, you don't want to be the generation <laughs> right. that rep ruins it. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, um, so yeah, yeah. Um, don't do it on your own. That's what I'd say the, the biggest thing. I would say don't do it on your own. Use your employees. Use your friends, too. I have to ask, Dirty Bird? The name. Yeah, where, where'd that come from? Um, my brother came up with the name. So my okay. brother's name is Jay. We always called him Jay Bird. Oh, okay. okay. He was always Jay Bird. And so he came up with Dirty Bird. That's basically, it's just a play on his name, okay. essentially. <laughs> Does he have, have you guys made a t-shirt for him that says I am the Dirty Bird? Because he's His Jay? handle in our internal communication to is Birdman. <laughs> So he's referred to as, bird, as the Birdman now. But we brand everything. I mean, yeah, there's Dirty Bird everywhere. People like Dirty it. Dirty Bird water. You know? yeah, that's what so he's got, yeah. It, it works. It works. And uh, Dave, Dave actually does our advertising and marketing. So pump plug for, for Marcom. I mean, right. so our branding's fantastic. We're everywhere. I mean, we've grown very quickly here locally. And a uh, big part of that is Dave. I mean, Marcom's the best marketing agency in town. And we're going to talk more about that aspect in the next segment, so you definitely want to check that out. But what was the big breakthrough for either you or your family that really changed the way Dirty Bird does business and is a big part of the reason you've had the growth and the expansion that you have? That's an interesting one to think about. So um, for myself personally, um, the, the biggest change was the, just the jump to get it going. Mm. You know, that's the hardest part. That's right. the scariest part. Right. Um, I told you about my wife, right. you know, by the uh, way, we're going to have a lifestyle change. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I hope you like the ride. support. And then, you know, the thing that really gave me the courage was my faith, you know, um, you know, I had come to Christ around that time and, um, it changes, you know, folks who've been through, they know, it just changes you, right. you know, I, I don't, can't, you can't explain it really, but it just changes you. And, um, and so it gave me courage, I guess you'd say, faith to make it happen. So that, that was the biggest thing I would say for me personally, right. to make that jump, um, with all the unknowns. Right. You know, you got to walk by the light of the day. You don't know what's going to happen down the road. And right. so um, now in terms of like epiphanies during the business, you know, we have pretty much maintained direction with our vision. Um, I would say the only big pivot would be the decision to stay here and open up this store. Okay. And not just move everything and all of us go to North Carolina. Why is that? Because um, it turned out really well. Better right. than I expected. My, right. You know, my, my original thought was that, you know, we'd pay the bills here. Right. I just, I would, we would, the store would do enough business that, you know, I'd be able to, one of the great parts about it was that, you know, not everybody who worked with us at the time we had, you know, 25, 30 employees, 
not everybody could go with us in North Carolina. We, right. we, we brought as many people as we could, but it's just not in the cards for everybody. Right. And so the cool part about that is I was able to bring back some of our team members when we opened this up. And so folks that have owned their business for a while know that hiring and growing and taking advantage of folks' talent and motivations is difficult, but super important. There's nothing that costs you more than a bad hire. Right. I'll tell you that right now. And so cultivating your your folks around you, you know, the, the, the person in terms of scaling um, questions you get, well, you, your resources, again, they're there. Too many people look outside of the company what they've got, you know. And so we are almost perpetually hiring because we're perpetually, I'm so anxious to move people up. That's right. what I love to see. I love for people to show interest um, and to show, you know, the performance to move them up. I want that more than anything. I do not want to bring people out from outside into management positions. We avoid that at all costs uh, because we want to see people grow with us. You know, that's been a big part of our success, I think. And when we come back, we're going to be learning about the things on the marketing side of Dirty Bird that's helped them grow and be successful so that you can do, use it for your business as well. The reason we're talking with Dustin Pitcher, the co-owner of Dirty Bird Industries, is because of the financial support that comes from visionaries just like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and get bonus information, bonus material that you need to have the breakthrough your business needs. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration, sign up for one of our visionary levels and have the breakthrough your business needs today. I'm here with Dustin Pitcher, the co-owner of Dirty Bird Industries, and our visionary question comes from Kevin who asks, we've grown our e-commerce business past the referral-based growth of our business, and we need to look at other marketing avenues, but there are so many to choose from. What has worked for you and why? So for our company, right. our industry, we can't do things like AdWords. We can't advertise on Facebook or Instagram. Um, we can have a presence there. Right. You know. A storefront that says we're open 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Oh, yeah. We can make posts. You know, right. we can post on social media. We do have a, like, a Google listing for local. It's really hard, you know, to give advice not knowing the industry, but there are a few things that are applicable to everybody. Okay. One thing is, no matter how you get your traffic, mm -hmm. make the most of it. And the way you do that mm -hmm. is by making sure that you're capturing the customer's information. That's your low-level conversion. There's different goals right. you should have for that visitor once they hit your site. Right. The lowest-level goal could be opening a white paper or watching a video. Right. And then after that, you want to capture their information. So and this when is you like say their information, it's like... Email address, basically what you want. That's, okay. that's the holy grail. That's what you want okay. because you want to be able to market them through the inbox. So you get an opt-in. Right. There's a lot of ways people do that. You know, for us on ours, one thing that worked really well, and it's kind of silly, but it's a spin wheel. Okay. Okay, so you come on the site and it pops up and it says spin the wheel to win a discount. And there's a wheel that's like 5%, 10%, 15%, whatever, right? Right, right. And so they spin the wheel. They have to enter their email to spin the wheel. Ah, okay? there it is, right. They get a discount every time. So they like it, you know. I get the email address. It's a, you know, it's, right. it's a little gimmicky, but it's very effective. Right. I mean, as far as I mean, it's really effective. It's almost. But crazy. you don't spam them. It, that's a good way to kind of nuke your email list is right. by sending irrelevant 
non-engaging content. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have a content strategy for your email. You need to know what your audience wants. Right. Keep a look, keep an eye on your analytics, your conversion rates and stuff like that, and always be testing new things on your website. Um, stick with what works and you can also, there's, there's search engine marketing, there's no shortage of, of avenues. So whatever that's, you decide. That's also part of the confusion too, because there are so many different things out there. How do you pick which one? Because yes, you can do email and yes, you can, if you're not constricted like your business is, you can do Google ads, you can do you know, text messaging, mm -hmm. you can do email marketing. And that, that's part of it is trying to figure out which one's gonna work best for you. Or do you just go through one at a time yeah. and just find out? Yeah, so converting the customer is a big thing because no matter where your traffic comes from, that's what you want. And you mentioned SMS messaging. Yeah. Um, Email is only second to SMS messaging as far as engagement goes. Right. That's the holy grail, basically. If you can get an opt-in for via SMS the right way and not be spamming people, I mean, the, the marketing benefits are enormous. And so you gotta have that strategy. Now, when it comes to trying new marketing strategies, you gotta be two feet in, and I would recommend doing one at a time. Mm. So identify, carefully choose what you wanna try. If it's pay-per-click, keyword marketing, Go two feet in. If you, you're probably going to want to partner with someone who knows what they're doing. It, right. key, search engine marketing pay-per-click is, is complicated. And it, co it can cost you a lot of money. Right. And so you want a good strategy and you want to make the most of that money so that the conversion. But the first thing is to make sure that the visitor that does come to your site, you're getting something from them. Right. You're, you're getting goals. Then work on driving more traffic to your site. What do you do when you're not here? Because you're here a lot, <laughs> and you're doing your e-commerce yeah. business a lot. Oh man! <laughs> you know? yes. So, but what what do you do when you're when you're not here? Well, um, so other than family time, uh -huh. um, we have a lot of events, mm. and so that's actually part of our marketing strategy here in Bakersfield. Really? Um, yeah, we um, Dave is you know Dave's. He's involved with a lot of nonprofits. I was in 20, 30 years ago. I know, I know a lot of folks that now sit on other boards and stuff like that. And so he's, I mean, he's kind of a, he's a social butterfly. He knows almost everybody in town. And so um, we've become known, people come to us and they're like, you know, help us out with our event, nonprofit. Bakersfield's right. huge philanthropic community. Right. A lot of the movers and shakers in town are sitting on boards of nonprofits and, and are at these events. And that's what they do. And so that's where we're at. And that's been a big source of growth for us and also establishing a positive reputation in town. Because if you give to a cause that's near and dear to someone's heart, right. you know, you got a customer for life. I mean, it's, uh, you know, FFA season's coming up. So right. we're starting to get the letters. You know, I got a pig, you know. And right, I, sure. I tell, I tell Jenna, give, give, give them all 50 bucks. Right. You know, we... We're not getting rich here selling guns. You'd be surprised. There's not very much. There's not a lot of margins in guns. But, um, but we just, you know, we, I, I don't. We don't like saying no to anybody. Right. You know. So as as in so far as we can, we help everybody. You know, even if it's just a little bit. What makes you wake up every morning, and open your business? Well, mostly I want to to wake up every morning. I, I you know, I don't find it terribly difficult to get out of bed. Um, when I do, you know. I say to myself, don't be a bitch, you right. know, um, because that's what motivates me. In my mind, when, when I'm feeling that way, when I'm feeling like the world's too much, um, that's the world almost being combative with me. 
You know what I mean? Right. And so there's a lot of the world. There's only a little bit of me. So you've got to, you know, you've, you almost have to take that combative posture. Um, it helps you get through it because, you know, s some days you're going to war as a business owner. Right. You know, and sometimes there's, there's other stuff going on in your personal life and you've, you know, you've got to manage that. For me, when I, when I need to, you know, that's kind of the attitude I take. Like, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that gives up. You know, I don't want to be that guy. And I want to set an example for uh, the folks who are watching me, for my kids, for my wife, for my employees and everything. So in other circumstances, maybe it is time for a day off. That could be, a, that could be true too. Right. But I don't think that having a combative posture sometimes is a bad thing, not towards people, of right. course. Right. But just to get motivated, that helps, you know? Listen to a little hype music or something. I don't know, whatever gets you going. Listen to We Are The Champions. Yeah, sure. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. This has been a real privilege. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And for visionaries who want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? In touch with me? Well, I mean, they can find me at the store here, 2420 Mohawk Street, um, on the corner of Mohawk and Rosedale Highway. Uh -huh. Got a big old 28-foot banner on the side of the building over there. I've got signs everywhere. Um, we're open seven days a week. I'm not here seven days a week. But when you come in, I've, I've got an office down there. But if you come in, you want to talk to me, go ahead. They'll come get me. Right. Phone number? Uh, yeah, so the one I remember is the 800 number. We have a local one, but you can get us with 800-992-5060. Website? DirtyBirdUSA.com or AR15Discounts.com. Social media? Yeah, just uh, DirtyBirdUSA on the socials. Well, this has been a real privilege again. Thank you for so much for joining us, and I will be right back with my final thought. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. It's amazing who you meet when you talk to somebody. This past weekend was Memorial Day weekend, and on Memorial Day morning, I spent it at Union Cemetery here in Bakersfield, California, and I was there honoring the service personnel who gave the ultimate sacrifice for our country. And one of the things that is often true about death it is the great equalizer. Yes, it doesn't matter what family you were born into or not born into. It doesn't matter how successful in business or in life that you have been. In death, we're all the same. And yet, and yet, here at this ceremony, one of the things I noticed is that many of the participants in this celebration, they kind of broke up into their own little groups of people. And if you've ever been to a party or if you've ever been to an event, you kind of notice this, where like types of people, like-minded types of people, philosophically similarly-minded people tend to group together. And as I was wandering around, I was kind of a fish out of water. I really wasn't connected to most any of these groups, except for those that had invited me. 
And so I decided to do the daring thing. I just boldly walked up, smiled, reached out my hand and said, hi, I'm Michael Roberts. Who are you? And we ended up having a wonderful conversation with a whole variety of different people. People that have been in Bakersfield for generations have street names named after them. Others who have moved to Bakersfield very recently. And yet, in death, it's the great equalizer. Nobody knew who I was. I had no idea who they were. And in fact, one of those people that I met is going to be a future guest here on Small Business Celebration. After all, it's amazing who you meet when you talk to somebody. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Dustin Pitcher, the co-owner of Dirty Bird Industries, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week where we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.